Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Alrighty, folks, if you've been on my channel for any length of time, you know that we keep reporting on the wasteland of San Francisco. We've had the largest hotel go back to the bank. We've had the largest resale establishment go back to the bank. We've had Whole Foods and Nordstrom's and just the movie theater and just just death by a thousand cuts. And, and San Francisco is clearly dying. I would like to talk, talk to Jonathan Twomley, who has experience living in and around New York in the 80s, because I want to be clear. I believe San Francisco will be back. When? Good question. When do we hit bottom? Also a good question. I thought we'd talk to Jonathan about New York and also talk about maybe other parts of the country because I think San Francisco is a wasteland and it's going to get worse before it gets better. But I think it'll be back. So, Jonathan, I don't know if you're seeing headlines about what's going on in San Francisco. Maybe you're having flashbacks to New York in the 80s. But what are you, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? Yeah, so I mean, I guess I want to ask you a question though. So sort of when you just when you sort of define wasteland, I mean, I'm assuming it's not like the whole city, not. But is it what is it concentrated in certain areas like the business? It, it is unfortunately growing. The yeah. uh, the footprint of um, encampments and whatnot. They're dominating Market Street, which is the financial district, which is wild to think about. Yeah. Uh, the city has recently tried to clean up a couple of areas, but it's only because uh, they've looked so bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad in most places. It's, it's grown for sure. Yeah. I mean, so it's, it's, I, there, so there are some differences between that situation in New York in the eighties, but okay. so let me talk a little bit about it. So, I mean, definitely just to kind of paint the picture, I remember as a teenager, you know, I lived, I was grew up in the suburbs outside New York city and we would go into the city, you know, when, when we were in high school to go hang out and stuff. And, you know, there were there were definitely you know there were sort of areas that were good that we would go hang out in there were areas you wanted to avoid the subways were really kind of sketchy and scary but you had to take them and there was the the squeegee man right and like if you drove into the city every time you stopped at a traffic light in some places you'd have these you know guys running up and like forcibly cleaning your windshield and demanding money right and, and Rudy Giuliani actually ran like on on the platform of getting rid of the squeegee man right mm -hmm. and and sort of won on that basis. So, you know, New York in the late 80s was, it had gone through, you know, in the 70s is really the time where New York sort of collapsed. Like the city went bankrupt. The, you know, there's the famous, you know, the city asked the feds for a bailout. President Ford said no. There's that famous headline of, you know, the post or something like, you know, Ford to city, drop dead. I don't know if you've seen that, that I famous it, But okay, I'll and, look it up. So in the, in the 80s, you know, they were still, the city was still kind of reeling from this. And then there was like a real estate crash in the 80s. Oh, as well. of course. It was, yeah. a, it was a big boom, actually, in, in uh, I think, probably related to um, like the tax cuts uh, under Reagan. People started putting that money into real estate. And so there was a big real estate boom uh, in New York City and then a crash in the late 80s. And so, so the city was like reeling from all this stuff, right? But one thing that is different between now and so the city then and San Francisco now is that all that time people were still going to the city to work, 
right? They, I mean, there was a phenomenon of a lot of corporate offices relocating to the suburbs. So that was sort of an issue and people were concerned about it, but it wasn't from what I recall, like office buildings emptying out. There was still, mm. there was still a really substantial number of people who were commuting into the city, spending the day in the city, eating lunch, eating dinner, going out, all that kind of stuff, then going home to the suburbs. But okay. there was, there definitely was this like, you know, there was kind of a steady drumbeat of corporate offices moving from Manhattan to Stanford, Connecticut, for instance. That was like a big destination for a lot of, you know, or to Westchester outside the city, the Westchester County of New York, There's places like that in New Jersey, right? So there was this, this fear of like, oh, oh, you know, we got the exodus happening. Then, you know, New York, I think, got lucky in the sense that so a couple of things happened you know giuliani came in as mayor and uh you know with the idea that like hey we could turn it around like people had given up they were like yeah we can't, we can't turn it around you know this is impossible and giuliani was like why why can't we turn it around like who said yeah. we can't turn it around? let's use our imagination yeah. where's that written in the law that we can't turn it around come on yeah, guys. Exactly. Yeah. so so he came in with that attitude you know followed by mike bloomberg and um, we had we had you know, pretty good mayors for some time. I mean, you know, not not without issues, but I mean, generally speaking, yeah. pretty, pretty good. You have to have that attitude. I mean, you have to have an attitude of we're going to get through this. I know it's going to be hard, but yeah. we, we you got to believe, kind of thing. And 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 I think that's going to. I again think San Francisco will come back. I do think you need a change of leadership. You can't have the same leaders that are there today that made this, you know, made the bed or made the soup or whatever. You got to throw them out, get some new ones. But it's going to take that kind of attitude. Yeah, we can do it. It's going to be hard, but let's go. And, and I think then the other thing that New York benefited from was this kind of like worldwide phenomenon of people wanting to move back to cities. Right? Ah, okay. And that also. So then, so it's kind of the, the two things happening at once, but it really accelerated under Giuliani and Bloomberg because the city just became a much better place to move to, right? Mm -hmm. And so yeah, you just had, you had that happening. Um, so we didn't have like this office crisis, like a big donut, in the, in the middle of the city that nobody wanted to go to, you know, so that, so San Francisco has in some ways, maybe a bigger challenge than New York. However, I agree with you. There, there are certain very attractive things about San Francisco that in the long run, people will want to be there for, right? And yeah. so it's really just a matter of kind of converting that real estate, you know, from office to residential, you know, to other uses, plus, I think probably at some point the people in San Francisco will say enough is enough. We need a change of. You would hope we, so. We need, a, we need a new. We need a new kind of. <laughs> I don't care who comes in, but it's got to be someone new. Let's just start over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We just need like a new perspective on how to run the city, and mm -hmm. I think that will that will help San Francisco. So, but you know, New yeah. York was a long process. It wasn't like a five year thing. No, it, no, decades. It, yeah. it took it took a couple of, you know, from the seventies to the nineties. That was a long process of New York kind of bottoming out. And then yeah. really coming back. And so have you read uh, one of the books that I read decades ago was Donald Trump's original book, Art of the Deal, I think it was called. I let you and he talked that. about the Commodore Hotel. Yeah. And he bought like his first big footprint in Manhattan, if memory yeah. serves. And again, I want what I want people to realize is I think there will be a Donald Trump like figure who comes in at the bottom and makes a splashy headline and frankly becomes a billionaire because of it. Uh, it will offer that kind of money. There will be some time in the future. I don't know if it's later this year, next year, or shoot the year after, 
but somebody will come in and put their foot down and say, well, I'm going to take this asset that's prime location in a prime city and I'm just going to, we're just going to do it. So, I mean, uh, you some, could, somebody's going to make a billion dollars. We were joking offline about the, the Zuck. Musk, <laughs> yeah. Cage, cage match. match. Cage yeah. match. But I mean, you can see somebody like that also saying like, Hey, I'm going to like yeah. this. Enough is enough. And this is like super cheap. Like, you know, I've got enough money that I can afford wait it out and yeah. wait it out. Right. And I'm just going to come in and like, cause these assets are just too cheap to turn down. And I, yeah. I, I think that's, I think that you're going to see that kind of thing where, where people have a long-term vision uh, and, and they, they're prepared to wait it out. Right. And they also want to, I think, you know, some of these guys eventually start thinking about what their legacy is going to be. Right. Like, do they no want to be as an asshole for yeah. their entire, for like all of history or do they want to start doing something? You know, yeah, the name. Do they, do they, they want to be Andrew Carnegie or do they want to be Jay Gould, right? Yeah, exactly. Jay right? Gould or Andrew Carnegie. If you don't know yeah. who they are, look them up. Yeah. yeah. And so um, it's, I, I think all these guys come to this point at some point in their lives and they just think making more money just isn't going to do anything for them. Yeah. Right? And, it's funny you bring that up because I, I don't know if you know this, I, you may, but Zuckerberg made a big commitment to San Francisco with the hospital. Yeah, um, I think he funded. I think, and there might have been um, the sales Benioff. I think it was Benioff. I stand correct, and maybe it's both of them. I don't know. Anyways, you're right. I think there are some some billionaires out there. It's like, all right, enough's enough. I'm gonna buy seven total assets that are empty and destroyed for thirty cents on the dollar. I'll move my companies there. Yeah, I'll bring my partners there, and we're just gonna suck it up. A higher security or whatever I got to do. Uh, to make this footprint better. And then the, it'll just grow from there. Yeah. I think you're right. I think there'll be some billionaire or maybe a collection of them that goes enough's enough. San yeah. Francisco will be back. I fully believe that it'll be back and flying high in no time, but there's a lot of pain ahead. And I think you're right. It will take some, somebody with chutzpah and a big checkbook to say enough's enough. I think that's yeah. good logic. Absolutely. But I think we also wanted to talk about some of the sort of surprising. Yeah, so go for it. Right. Yeah. So now San Francisco has gotten a lot of attention, kind of sucked a lot of the the media attention uh, up and, and New York, you know, too. But New York seems to pretty much be it's not back, back to normal Dude, record computer. high rents. It's damn near close to back. Oh, yeah. And, and, and the hotels are full. Right. I mean, you can't you can't like walk through Manhattan right now without, without you know, I mean, it's just it's not. It's back. Right? It's just it's totally back. The only thing that's not back is office. Right. But that'll. That's, I think, going to slowly start to come back because now, I mean, I don't mean to get sidetracked, but there is a, companies are starting to put a lot of pressure on people to go back to the office, right? And um, it's, I, I think there's a lot of people are starting to realize the, the limitations of work from home. And here's an interesting thing, again, another tangent, but so this whole like flexible office thing, we need less office space because people are only here three days a week. The problem is they're all there the same three days of the week, right? Everybody's there Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. Thursday. So exactly. they need just as much office space as they did before, right? Because people are all there at the same time. It's not, they're not exactly. spreading it out over the week, right? So it's not Monday through Wednesday and, you know, Wednesday through Friday yeah, kind of. They're not shifts. splitting up the workforce, yeah. right? Because they want people to be there for meetings at the same time. So I think we'll see a lot of office coming back, maybe not to the same level, but, but certainly yeah, probably, not yeah. to the depths. But anyway, so, but looking at, now, while this has been going on, while, while all of the attention has gotten sucked up by, the big coastal cities and the issues that they're facing. People have ignored cities like Houston, like Kansas City, 
like and a number of other cities in the Midwest where what unfortunately they're learning the hard lesson that you know back in the 70s when they essentially converted their downtowns into offices and parking lots and nothing else when there's no reason for people to want to live in the city now that the office is gone there's nothing there there's nothing left and those cities are going and there's nothing really and I don't mean to offend anybody who lives there. I'm sure they're great places to live, but I'm just talking about like the downtown cores, right? Yeah. When, just office, 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 office. Office, 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 office. Buildings that all look the same. When you're in a hotel room and you look out your window, you can't tell what city you're in. There's nothing distinctive about these places, right? They're just boxes mm -hmm. of offices and surrounded by parking lots. And there's, there's no reason to be there if no one's making you go, right? Mm -hmm. And so those cities are actually going to be, I was reading this morning, going to have a much tougher time than a place like San Francisco over the long run. If unless they can figure out how to reconvert those downtown cores into places that people want to live. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. And so that's going to be a, a, a difficult process yeah. for a lot of cities, to, you know, because they 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 were not really that pleasant. You know, I'm talking about the downtown downtown yeah. cores again. They were not that pleasant to be in yeah you commute in do your thing you commute home there's no reason to still like ghost towns at the end you know at seven o'clock yeah right and walking down the street trying to you just see nobody around at all right and so without having more of a mixed a mixed use in these downtowns where people can live and work and walk places and go to restaurants and bars and have fun mm -hmm. they're they're going to be dead and and that's yeah. really, so a lot of those cities are going to be in really bad shape because their tax base is going to you know you get into this vicious cycle which you saw you know it's funny people who are not as old as you and i and, I, and you're on the west coast you may not have seen this but i remember going to like the south sometimes back in like the early 90s and you'd go to places like you know raleigh durham or charlotte or whatever and they were like dead 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 downtown there's nothing going on like nobody was there just parking lots and, and like you know now with all this population growth and people wanting to live in cities, a lot of those cities have like done intelligent things, like put you know really attractive parks and sports all stadiums that, yeah. downstairs, parks, like all kinds of things to make it like places that people want to be. The yeah. Midwestern cities didn't. A lot of them didn't do that, right? So, so they're they're going to have to reinvent themselves. Now, one good example of this is Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Right? Columbus, Ohio has actually done a really good job, while no one was really paying attention, to make the downtown someplace that people want it to be. And as a result, Columbus, you know, even though the population of Ohio is flatlining or shrinking, the population of Columbus continues to increase because people want it want to be there. Right. And so yeah. these other cities, if they don't get really proactive about, you know, trying to reinvent themselves and doing it fast, they're going to be in for probably a worse time than San Francisco uh, yeah. in you know, over the next 30 years. So this is going to be a fun topic to watch. We're going to be talking about some things like this every Thursday morning. Jonathan, where can somebody find you if they wanted to reach out or interact with you? Yeah. So please uh, come by my Facebook group at apartmentinvestorsclub.com. You can also go to my website, apartmentinvestorsclub.com, and get the free download there about how to the, the ultimate checklist for doing your first 100-unit deal. And if you want to invest with me passively, uh, please Google Two Bridges Asset Management and fill out the form that you'll find on the website. Thank you so much, Jonathan. If you go to the Facebook group, please tell him you came from one rental at a time so he knows his weekly time with us is worthwhile. Thanks, Jonathan. Thank you.